you believe in miracles? We got Fizzle in the house. Fizzle, what what's up, Fizzle? good, man? Fizzle, glad to have you here. Let's go. This the South Harmon Podcast. Glad you here today. Hit that Patreon link if you here to stay. Dynasty best ball, that's my favorite way. 40 chess trade show. Let's make a trade today or check the AMA. You know Adam at the ATM. Mike always in the building. He gonna stay with him. They gon' start every show off with their own trade Fantasy's a big ocean, they made their own wave Make sure you tapping in Tuesdays and Saturdays Tuesday night, Saturday morning, ain't no better way Hit that notification bell when the news break Go subscribe right now, don't get the news late Destination Devi, that's the team Dynasty football, man, that's my favorite thing I remember Biggie said it was all a dream Now people watching on their phones and computer screens Welcome to the team Yes, sir. We are back for another Sunday AMA, South Harmon AMA. Hope everyone's having a great weekend. Uh, we got the championship tomorrow. But before we get to that, we got a special guest in the building, one of our favorites out there from play, play, playerprofiler.com, Maddie Keywoom. Maddie's in the building. Mike is on a boat, but Maddie is here. Maddie, how you doing, buddy? On the Sunday AMA, I'm psyched. Could be fantastic. Hey, I could be recording from a boat. That'd be pretty dope being in Miami, but I'll take this, baby. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Yeah, Mike, Mike's on a boat. He's kicking it, but um, I don't know if he's going to pop into the stream or not. We will have to see. Uh, we got uh, a bunch of people here already, though. Um, we got Dynasty Alex. Love the content. Have a great show, fellas. I'm assuming that means you're not going to be here with us. That's kind of disappointing. Uh, but he does have a question we will get to. Um, I see we got uh, your boy Cody's here. Let's go. Yeah, big Cody in the Cody, house. Cody, what's go, going bro. on, man? Appreciate everyone tapping in. Um, Maddie, so I don't know if you saw the thumbnail, man. And uh, let, let, let's go ahead and talk about this. The uh, the pro day, Anthony Richardson already set the combine on fire. And um, the pro day was really, really good. I, I think the reality is for a lot of players, the pro day is looking good. If you don't look good at your pro day, I think that's probably more of an issue. But he, he has all of the tools. Like, if you look at – obviously, people are concerned about the completion percentage and, you know, things as far as him throwing the football. But if you just look at the, the player, the athlete, Anthony Richardson is, like, that's really what you want if you were going to create a player on Madden as far as those traits. Mm. So I'm kind of curious for you, um, how much does the pro day weigh into it, if at all, what he did at the combine, and where are you on Anthony Richardson kind of before um, we get into some other questions as well? So the Richardson journey, it started with listening to the people I value their opinion the most. Ray G, you guys, Cody, and you guys were all on him. I mean, you guys talked about, now nah, we'll wait till this guy tests. He's super athletic. So I've always kind of had him in my top four vision, you know, kind of saw him as a, a round one guy. Right after the Super Bowl, right before all this really kicked off, I'm like, you know what? Richardson's going to be that guy who's going to burst. He's going to be – I always had the thought that the four quarterbacks would go one through four off the board. 
in the NFL draft. And I still think that's going to happen. And Richardson just keeps creeping his way up. Over at playerprofiler.com, we have our athleticism scores. Anthony Richardson obviously was the number one athlete at the quarterback position this year. But he was also the number one quarterback, according to our athleticism score, of all time. At the position, 99th percentile 40-yard dash, 4-4-3, 99th percentile burst score, his best playable uh, player on player profiler, Josh Allen. And I think it's a great comp because at the time, you got to put yourself back. Josh Allen, throughout the process, it was this guy from Wyoming, he can't do it. Yeah, he has a good arm. Yeah, he's an athlete, but he can't do it. He's a project. He goes to the Bills, and the rest is history, back-to-back quarterback one seasons under his belt richardson has that outcome under his belt as well mm-hmm. he has to with this with these with these tools man we just saw what justin fields did just using his legs i mean athletic quarterbacks are now getting the ability to just play make plays and this guy can make them all i love i love two of the players you brought up there um josh allen i think is one of the best comps for him just in a lot of ways as far as worries with the arm but let me ask you this uh this is not a trick question by the way um, Matt, Maddie, what do you want in your quarterback in fantasy? Like, what is the the most important thing for you out of your fantasy quarterback? It's Konami code in fantasy, especially now with the more more and more leagues are going with the four pass touchdown six rushing that obviously plays into it. But all of the you know we look at our dynasty ranks over at player profile right now. Hurts, Allen. Even Lawrence Fields, Murray, Jackson, they're all, they're all in the top nine. And they're not all prolific passers. A lot of them have the legs, so that's what I'm looking for. They, if they have the legs, I'm in. Now, if they could be a pocket passer, they need weapons in today's NFL. Sure. But if they got the legs, they don't need any of it. They can do it. I like that. I, I would say this. The, the, the simple answer to the question is I want them to score fantasy points for my fantasy football team. Right? <laughs> Sometimes and it's how, that easy, brother. And how, how do you do that? A lot of times. It could be anyway. I mean, Patrick Mahomes isn't a true Konami code guy, right? He scores fantasy points through the air. Joe Burrow's kind of the same way. But at the end of the day, I don't really care how they get it done. I just want them to score fantasy points. And I think what's interesting mm-hmm. about that is, like, a lot of the knocks you hear about Anthony Richardson, right? And, Maddie, I don't know what you've kind of heard over at Player Profiler, but pretty much what I hear all the time is he, he's not an NFL quarterback. His completion percentage is awful. And, like, he's not going to be a good NFL quarterback. And I'm here to tell you this. I don't give a fuck if he's a good NFL quarterback. Like, yeah, I, for real. I don't. For real. I, I think he can be. I don't, I'm not saying here going to indict the guy and tell you he can't be, but I don't actually care about that. What I care about is, is yeah. he going to score fantasy football points for my team? And when I talk about that, I think it's it's really big, and I'm, I'm rocking the Cam Newton jersey because I think there's a lot of seasons you can go back and look at, right, that they'll tell you. Like Cam Newton, if you look, he, he's another good one to take a look at. Under 60% completion for the majority of his career, for the majority of his seasons. Now, he has some over 60%, but what happened? Basically, he was going to give you at least 700 yards on the ground some of these seasons, which catapulted his upside in fantasy and also his floor. Um, even in his bad years, he was basically locked in as a quarterback one every season in points per game. Josh Allen, you go back and look at his first two years in the NFL, 52%, 58% completion percentage. You go back and look at Wyoming, which isn't even anywhere near the caliber that the SEC is. He was mm-hmm. a, a sub-60% completion percentage passer. And he is now valued by many as a top five, top two dynasty quarterback. At one point last year, everyone drafted him as the the number one quarterback in dynasty. Lamar Jackson obviously has had, you know, 
extremely good seasons in fantasy football go all the way back to Michael Vick, who was always under 60% completion. Notoriously, a low completion percentage passer was constantly in the high-end quarterbacks, and even after going to jail, came back and had an unbelievable fantasy football season because he was such a good athlete. Mm -hmm. All the points there that I'm making is, is he going to be a great NFL passer? I don't know. It, Doesn't I, matter. I, I, could, I could tell you that he might. I could definitely okay. see the scenario where he's not. Um, is he going to win a lot of NFL games? I don't actually know that either. He may not. Cam Newton was – he had a season where they were, you know, 15-1. and one, They went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But five of his seasons was under 50% as far as team wins. Like So, once again, these questions I don't have the answers to. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I think right. the reason I'm bringing all this up is if he's not a good NFL passer, if he doesn't win a lot of NFL games, he could have a safe floor as a quarterback one pretty much every season. We saw what Daniel Jones was this year because mm-hmm. of 700 rushing yards. Now think about this for a second. Look at Josh Allen. Look at Jalen Hurts when you surround him with weapons and in a good system. You see like, like what you look at with Josh Allen under 60% completion. Now when they made this, the trade for Stephon Diggs, he is a totally different cheat code. And that mm-hmm. still exists for Anthony Richardson. And the reason to the thumbnail to tie this all up, if you know, you know. No ceilings. We're going yep. back to the Little Wayne days. Anthony Richardson hit the ceiling in the pro day because he's telling you, take the ceiling off because my dynasty career has no ceiling. Is <laughs> no ceiling on my game. Stop yeah. trying to box this guy up. And if you're worried about him being a poor passer, that's fine. Worry about it. But don't worry about him being an elite fantasy asset, even if it's for a short period of time. So I just I want to shut the naysayers down as far as mm-hmm. I don't care about all that other stuff. Can he score points for my fantasy football team? And I believe he can. 1,000%. Ladies and gentlemen, do not forget, Justin Fields was the quarterback five on a points-per-game basis. The Bears had the fucking number one pick. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to translate to wins. Because I would also ask you this. What has the Bills won? What have they won with Josh Allen? They've won a bunch of regular season games, haven't made a Super Bowl. So why do we have to invest in their success? No, they'll be good for fantasy. And Anthony Richardson, he's the athlete. He's the most athletic quarterback of all time. The most athletic quarterback we've ever seen. Um, And if you look, like there's a lot of ways to nitpick, right? Um, Lamar Jackson's had 2,000-yard rushing uh, seasons. Mm -hmm. He's never actually had a ton of rushing touchdowns. Um, same thing kind of was with Michael Vick. Uh, he had some, some good rushing touchdown season, but a lot of times it was just yards. Those guys had over a thousand. We saw Justin Fields just go for 1100. Mm-hmm. The other thing with Justin Fields, think about this for, for the first four weeks of the season where you like, you're correct. Quarterback five in points per game. The first four weeks of the season, he was quarterback 35 Right in that same year because his legs were so good and he didn't pass at all. 2,200 passing yards, quarterback five overall. So I just, I, I think it needs to be said now. Is there a scenario where he's not an elite fantasy asset? Yes. But his floor, I think people are not really considering how ridiculous his floor is because he is so athletic. He can score touchdowns because he's 240 and so big. He can run for 80 hard rushes to the house. Mm-hmm. Like He has the ability to do everything that we've seen done in the rushing department, which is huge for fantasy football. No questions about it. Most athletic guys, sometimes it's as simple as you said, Adam. Who's going to get me the most fantasy points? Anthony Richardson has that outcome. You can look at throughout the, the top four in the class. I mean, a number of people have brought it up, and it's hard to re- it's hard to really talk back on it. Hundred percent ceiling inside the top twelve on a consistent year to year. Maybe 
Richardson has a chance to like really catapult himself into the top ten, even. Yep, I, I, I'm. You know, it's interesting because Maddie came on. I wasn't sure 100 percent where he was. I, I I tune into his stuff, so I know he likes him. <laughs> but it's funny because we are we are in lockstep on this. Uh, Tunchi, I, I know he has to be a Wayne guy. Uh, no ceiling, so he knows what's going <laughs> yeah. on with the mixtape. All right, so we already have a couple super chats, Maddie. So let's start getting into questions. Um, let's not rant and rave about them all night. Hell right? yeah! All right, uh, Mighty Booch, appreciate <laughs> it, man. Super chat, uh, CD the 308, a 24 second, or Waddle 206 and a 24 first. Um, Mighty Booch, if you could to help us really answer this, can we get some settings? Is it super flex? Yeah. How many teams? How many starters? Um, because like that 24 first for me matters a lot. It's just one quarterback or super flex and all that. Um, certainly matters, yeah. Let me ask you this before we get that answer. Uh, difference for you, Maddie, between CD and Jalen Waddle, if we just start breaking this down uh, piece by piece. Tier wise, they're probably one, like CD and then a tier and then Waddle. Actual rankings wise, we're t- probably talking about three to seven, four spots, five spots. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I think for me, like I, th- I'll say this, and I've said this before. Waddle, I think, feels like a little bit he's overvalued. Um, I definitely want CD ahead of him. Waddle has his yeah. like I'm, I'm not I'm not completely out on Jalen Waddle. I just think that a lot of times I'd rather trade out of him because of how highly he's valued. Um, I'm with you though. He's he's at least a tier. He might even be two tiers for me below CD uh, CD Lamb and CD is right on the door. I think of he's not in Je- Jefferson and Chase's tier, but he's uh, solidified in tier two for me. So mm-hmm. I like that. I already lean oh, that no side um, early. So then 308 and a 24 second versus 206 and the 24 first. Man, I'll just start with this. If this is super flex, the 24 first class is loaded, Maddie. Um, so that, that asset does excite me. The 206, mm-hmm. so 24 first versus 24 second, obviously clear win there. And then the 206 over the 308. So, whew, I, man, let me just ask you, let's just stay with super flex for right now. What, what do okay. you think of this trade, and wh- which way are you leaning initially? So initially I look at it, and I, I always want the best player. I'm greedy that way. So yeah. I think Lamb. But then when I look at the 308, so we're probably saying he's a middle-of-the-road team. Let's just assume that that's his 308. Okay. So he earned the 308. Yep. So then you're saying him giving you that. Okay, so you're, okay, you're in the middle there. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that the first is probably middle. Or he could fall off. Yeah. So it gives the value of that first a little bit more than I was thinking here. Waddle doesn't really move needle, but this is what I'll say. I, I, I kinda, I'm kind of hemming and hawing here, but. It's all right. Break, break it through your process, man. It's, I'm, it's cool. I'm just kind of like, you yeah, know, you're, the get, you're getting your head Of over Zach it, yeah. Galvinakis when like, the <laughs> things like, that yeah. was just happening right here. I'm with like, you, okay, man. I got Waddle over, I got CeeDee Lamb over Waddle, but the other two assets are so cut and dry better on the Waddle side. The 206 is so, it's obviously a full round better. Yes. 308 and mm-hmm. then obviously the 24 first is a full round better than the 24 second so because uh those are such clear victories i will i'm gonna take the waddle side because like i said i got maybe five spots difference in, in my dynasty ranks yeah i i think uh mighty boot still hasn't put the settings in there and you know as, as you've been going over oh here it, here we go 12 team super flex and it's a lineup start 10 all right so that's kind of what my brain was thinking anyway. Yeah, that's typically, you that's know. That's pretty standard, yeah. That, that's pretty standard settings. Um, 
one quarterback I would say I would I would actually still stick with CD because I think he's that good in one quarterback. Mm-hmm. And the 24-first I think is a little more devalued there. Superflex, the 24-first mm-hmm. already makes me want that side. 206 mm-hmm. over 308 I think kind of solidifies that for me. Um, this is tough because I'm not the biggest and Mike's not the biggest Jalen Waddle guy. But if I'm going to get out of CD Lamb – it's going to need to be something like this. Like, I need to get a 24 yeah. first and an upgrade in the second from the third round. The nice thing, too, though, is now with Waddle, you, you still have a top 10 receiver, and you have options to play around with, with him as well. So I think you have to trust the process here and tear down off of receivers that are not Jefferson and Chase, um, especially when you're getting you know one back like Waddle. So I'm, I'm going to go with that side, too, man. I, I, I think yeah. I'm in agreement with you here. All right, we got Super Chats flying in. Let's go. Anthony, appreciate it. All right. Uh, love the content. I was the guy that got the 24 first for Monty. Oh, well, uh, congratulations, my guy. You uh, you killed that trade. He was on the trade show recently. Uh, okay. He, he took in the ninth round of a st- super flex startup, Montgomery at 903. And somebody sent him a 24 first straight up for that and added a 25th uh, round startup pick. So, that's that's kind of irrelevant, but I'll take a twenty-four first over Monty. I don't care about the contract, none of that. Give me the twenty-four first. I can buy more than Montgomery in season with a twenty-four first. hundred oh, percent. Listen, ladies and gents, we are in the season of liquidity. Let's go ahead and gather up those bullets because <laughs> running backs are the guys that they're the ones that get hurt. So right now, where you have no fantasy points, take the picks because there you can't tear of ACL of a twenty-four first. No, you, you can't. Understand? You can't. You got it, it in the holster, baby. Preach, preach, Maddie. Damn it, preach. I love what I'm hearing out of you because that's the that's the exact truth. And the other thing too is running backs are the most devalued they've ever been. You can mm. buy running backs in year, right? You can oh, buy yeah. running backs in season. Um. So anyway, twelve team superflex PPR start ten. Would you move Kyler for Lance in the one hundred two? My goodness. Um. I'll tell you what, Anthony. You are, and everybody is right now, Maddie. on trade shows, on, like, this is one of the most polarizing things right now, is the elite quarterbacks are so few and far between. So few and far between. And the 102 feels like a pick that people kind of want to get out of if they can get into the elite quarterbacks because they don't know enough about the quarterbacks in this class. A lot of people are not in on A-Rich like you and I are. There's question marks about Bryce Young's size. There's question marks, is C.J. Stroud really actually mobile enough, or was he just surrounded with great weapons at Ohio State? So there's all these question marks. So the 102 question is a big one. Lance right now is what's very interesting. Um, I got a chance to talk qu- uh, briefly at a wedding at, to Eric Armstead, and I can tell you, uh, Maddie, I don't know if you heard this or not, but I'll just say the locker room, what he said to me, they love Brock Purdy. And Trey Lance is um, – I love the guy, man. But, like, I'm so uns- so unsure of what is going to happen with Trey Lance. So, so this one becomes really tough. Like, 102 mm-hmm. for Kyler right now, what's also happening is the rookie hype is getting crazy. And 102 and Kyler are getting Always. close in value. Um, Trey Lance is a complete wild card at this point. Is he going to be in Frisco? Is he going to start? Are they going to trade him? Who knows? Kind of curious your thoughts on – the meat of this deal, like the 102 versus Kyler, and then also what does Lance add to it? 102 for Kyler. It's getting more close to me. Now, this is the type of trade that if you have the luxury of waiting, I would wait because if Bijan goes at the 101, I'm I'm like I'm ready to trade Kyler Murray for Anthony Richardson, I believe. 
Okay. Well, and I know that might sound crazy, but a lot of Kyler's he's a rushing guy and he blew out like once the lower body injury happens to the rushing quarterback, you now have to regather all of your thoughts here on that quarterback. So yeah, Richardson I, coming in as athletic he is, I think those days are ahead. I will say I'm with you about Richardson. Um, so I guess it also depends. Is he at 101 or 102? I think for a lot of leagues he will be at 102, to keep it real. Um, hmm. I, I really still am in on Kyler, and I think I, I do push back a little bit because I'm with you, right? Like I think there's a reality this year you're going to see him not run very well and not be effective with his legs, which is going to kill all the stuff we talked about earlier in the show. That's going to apply to Kyler. That's part of baked into why he's been a good fantasy asset. He does rush. And whether that's to an elite territory, which puts him in top three, or it's last year where he didn't even run that well, but it keeps him in the top 10 mix. Hmm. The difference is now he has a contract. So I do still really like Kyler Murray um, for the next three to four seasons. Next year, I think will be more volatile and you may not see him finish that well. But long term, hmm. I like him a lot. But okay. I will say this, the, the wild card of Lance, I think for me, puts this deal over the top. If you tell me 102 for Kyler straight up, I'll, I'm, I'm going to still take Kyler. Um, and it's close. But when you give me Trey Lance, an additional quarterback that has Konami code, that could mm-hmm. either play in – if he plays – if he ends up starting and taking the job and runs with it in San Francisco, there's no better situation. So you give me that wild card. And then if, it, they could trade him anywhere. He's still a highly drafted kid that, like mm-hmm. again, once again, has Konami code. So I, I'll take the package here because of the fact that quarterbacks are so hard to come by. Uh, he says his QBs are Herbert and Love. I'm okay with that, though, because you still got your staple mm-hmm. of Herbert. Um, you've got wild cards now in Love and in Lance, and you got the 102. I- I'm all about doing this trade, I think. I'm gonna. This might be a bold take, but in Dynasty, I'd rather have Jordan Love than Trey Lance. Ooh, wow. I think that is a bold take. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I think that is a bold take. No, though. I know. It is definitely bold. Because Trey Lance the 103 in a draft, in the NFL draft. But I'm just seeing a picture. I can't see a picture painted where Trey Lance is what we thought he'd be. Given everything that's gone in to his profile coming out of North Dakota State, what's happened at San Francisco, what you're saying about Brock Purdy, what the coaches are saying about Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy. I don't see a good outcome from him. I'm just not really big on on Lance. I do want to say one quick thing about the 102 for Kyler. Go. Go, please go. The 102 does make me hesitate more. Anthony Richardson is what pushes the needle for me. Fair so enough. If fair Richardson enough. And that's why that's why making it now. That's why making it now right. is different, right? If it's on the right. clock and you know Richardson's there, I'm with, I I agree with you right. on that thought process. Yeah. It's tough. Like it makes it because if I love Bijan, but if Bijan's there at the 102 and Richardson's not, I feel like I lost the trade. Yeah, cuz I I love Bijan too, right? But if you tell me I get Bijan Robinson and Trey Lance and then Trey Lance ends up falling off a cliff value which is already trending down and mm. now it's just Bijan one for one for Kyler Murray no like I don't I don't right. want the, I don't want to play that game in super flex leagues um so I- interesting he also followed up with and also how do I go about getting a roster review um the Savage uh tier that we have on patreon.com forward slash South Harmon is the only place you can get that from Mike and I um we did open a merchandise tier which has now caused two spots to be available Savage was actually sold out but um, there are two spots available. So if you want to do that, uh, Anthony, upgrade your membership. I think you're in the pregame poop. Go to the top tier, which is Savage. It's $15 a month. Um, that's not all you get. Weekly, you get Savage Semester. We do a uh, episode where it's just the people. 
that are in our Savage tier. They can come on the show. We kick it. We talk whatever you want to talk about. Last week, we actually talked about Trey Lance quite quite in depth. You get roster reviews, um, direct access direct access to Mike and myself. So uh, two spots left if you want to do that, Anthony. Um, all right. So let's get into We actually had another super chat, man. And then we got to get to everyone else's questions. Um, okay, Mr. Wonderful. Appreciate the super chat. Uh, 12 team, start 11, super flex, PPR, tight end premium. He's in a mm-hmm. startup. Give 501 and 510. Get 312 and 1009. Kyler, whoa. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, th- this is best ball start 11. I'm trying to figure it out. Yes. New 100%. New, okay. 100%. 100% yeah. you go do yeah. this. Yes. Kyler Murray should not be available at the 312. Everybody listening? Kyler Murray should not be available at the 312. So if you yep. have a question similar, Kyler Murray in the third round is a complete steal. Do not shy away from his rushing deficiencies for a season this bad. This is this is criminal activity because here's the thing. <laughs> Kyler Murray is a top 12 quarterback. I don't care how you cut it. That's mm-hmm. still the case. So you're going to give away the – you're basically going to get go from a fifth round to a top 12 quarterback, which is impossible to do. And then you you downgrade from five ten to ten oh nine, and in the tenth round you're not going to get what you could in the fifth, but you can get a adequate best ball option. Uh, Maddie's in the expo league with us. I know he plays in mm-hmm. best ball leagues. He knows in the tenth round you can get some decent options that are not the five ten, but it doesn't make up the gap between Kyler Murray and what the five hundred one will offer you. Uh, you know, I, I always have a tough time conceptualizing these trades because I like to see the board. And I know you guys are so good at nailing the value of starting picks. Go ahead. Picks. Talk to me, man. And you Talk absolutely nailed it, though. I think you nailed it here. Because, okay. yeah, you do move up those five rounds in the 10th. But the Kyler Murray asset, we got him over in top eight at playprofiler.com. So there you we go. still value him there even with go. injury. There you go. You're not getting that in the third round. In the third round, in the difference of five to 10, it's not going to make up the ground you lost without, with not getting you got to get Murray here. Got to get him. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, that's interesting, man. Um, because see, see that that I think should show everybody that like you have him in the top ten still of dynasty mm-hmm. superflex options. Period. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this, if you don't mind. Um, and you don't have to reveal this if you don't want to, because it is paid service. Um, to get the dynasty deluxe over there. By the way, that's I've been subscribed to the dynasty deluxe since I've been doing dynasty. Uh, yeah. One of the things you need to go check out. I, I truly do believe that. How far yeah. is Anthony Richardson away from Kyler Murray on those right now? Probably, I would say two tiers. Okay. Two tiers, and, but not leaps, not big leaps. No, but that's still sizable. Now, Trey Lance, I think, could make up the difference, which is why I take that. But right, like right, you're, right. You're, you're still acknowledging that he is a, a quarterback that is hard to come by, and that's an asset mm-hmm. that's hard to come by. To give you guys a, an example um, – you know, we, we have our own ADP tracker um, over in South Harmon, and I know um, Adiko does the same for Bulletproof. So right now, to give you an idea of the 5'10", okay? So so the 5'10", you're looking at a Jerry Judy right now at the 5'10". Mm. Okay? And in the 10'09", let me just give you an idea of what you're going to get there. Okay, so 10'09", you're looking at a, a player in the range based on this ADP. Now, here's the thing. At 312, if Kyler's there, I don't even know what the 10th round could give you because that is criminal stuff. Right. In the ninth round, you could get a Keenan Allen. In the tenth round, you can get a Mike Evans. You can get an Elijah Moore. You can get a Gabe Davis. And here's the thing: Are those guys Jerry Judy? No. But can you can you make up the difference of Gabe Davis to Jerry Judy? Yes, you can find a way in best ball to make that up. What you can't do is find a way 
to make the 501, which right now is, uh, you know, Christian Watson <laughs> versus Kyler Murray. Like right. that is that is the meat of the deal that you have to take. So I appreciate the super chat. Uh, don't even think twice about this, Mr. Wonderful. Go get that. Deal. Right. Smash it. Sounds like the tight end premium was pushing players up because there has to be some sort of outside factors why Kyler Murray fell other than just his value crashing. I'm wondering I, I, if tight ends get a little bit more. Uh, they, maybe they get a little frisky over there with the tight end premium. I would love to see, uh, Mr. Wonderful, if you're on Twitter or something, if you if you could drop your draft board, like I would just love to see from my own personal yeah. viewing, and I could show it to everybody here watching the stream, like what it looks like, because like I, I'm honestly thinking about it. All the startups we've done, and we're we're moving a lot more to auction, Maddie. Yeah, he, he's gone. In sec- he's gone in the second round, in like mid second at tops. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're getting out of the third round right now. Like three twelve is not only is it the second, it's wrapped all the way back around. Mm-hmm. Fourth round is so outside of quarterbacks because the only fourth round quarterbacks right now, based on ADP, are Daniel Jones and Trey Lance, and we mm-hmm. can acknowledge the difference in those guys and Kyler Murray. So, um, no question. All right, let, let, let's see if we can start ripping through some of the questions because we have a bunch in here. Um, let's go. Appreciate all the super chats. If you do have a question you need to have answered, go ahead and super chat it. But we will try to get to as many as we can before. Uh, I know Maddie already did a stream, so I'm not going to keep him here all night. You but, got uh, me. Whenever you, as long as you want me, you, you asked me oh to come on for D. Well, come, sh- come participate in South Harmon? Oh, well, baby. All right. Well, shit. Uh, say less. Um, <laughs> you still might want to super chat because we got a long list. But if you don't, we're going to get to as many as Maddie will say. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make Maddie say uncle before we uh, before we leave here, you know. So that's that's what we're gonna do, just to test out what's going on with Maddie. Ten teams start eleven, defending champ. He's got Lamar, Lance, Tannehill, Jimmy G, uh, Aaron Jones, Pollard, Dylan, Jamal Williams, Zeke. He's got Cup, Diggs, AJ Brown, Ridley, Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, Kittle, Waller, Goddard. I mean, okay. I don't see a question here. I just see a gauntlet <laughs> of a team. Yeah, yeah, this is a gauntlet of even a team. in a ten team league. This is loaded. Okay, I guess the question was prior. My bad, Wyatt. Uh, should I run it back? Well, let me ask you, th- like, what are the other options? Like, when I look at a team like this, what is go- what is keeping you from running it back? I guess the, the, the answer yeah. to the question would be this. What would keep you is, and if this is a lineup league, which it's, it's PPR Superflex, I'm assuming lineup. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson has a lot of scary stuff going on with him, right, and what could happen. If Lamar ends up sitting out or sitting some games out, Lance Tannehill, Jimmy G becomes really scary territory in Superflex. So I guess I think that is where this question is coming from because there, I have no concerns with the rest of this team, man. Cup, here's the mm-hmm. thing. Cup, Diggs, AJB, Kittle, Waller, Goddard, like it's Fine, ready Bob. to go, man. It's ready to go, but the quarterback position is scary hours with Lamar Jackson. Um, I think I'm still – Planning to run it back um, right now, to tell you the truth. Um, what, what do you say, Maddie? Uh, I, I think you definitely should run it back because you're not getting a guy with upside like Lamar, even with the downside, with what's going on uh, off the field and the whole contract thing. What I would say, if you're like us and you just love making moves and you can't just sit back, I maybe try to get a little liquid with these running backs. I think Aaron Jones has a little inflated value. Tony Pollard doesn't have a really strong running mate yet, so I think maybe you could turn that into some picks and just kind of just get yourself to a point where if there is a doomsday situation with Lamar, you do have the bullets in the chamber to at least take a run at a startable Superflex quarterback because this roster, Diggs, Cup, A.J. Brown, Kittle, 
Waller, Goddard, like you have to push the pace and put the chips in the middle of the table here with this roster. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, as I'm kind of um, thinking about this and looking through it, right? I got the, like Maddie says, I'm, I'm, Zach Gallup and X, I'm, I'm looking everywhere, I'm <laughs> thinking it's, it's just, it's churning, right? I, I think here is the problem and why currently today I'm telling you to run it back. L- let me just kind of walk you through the 4D mind that I have going right now. The problem is you have a team because you just won it, and that's what happens when you win. These are all aging assets. So right now, what do we know? Everybody wants Anthony Richardson. Everybody wants the young, sexy stuff. They want to get young right now. Nobody cares about putting points into their lineup today. They want to get the dynasty, sexy roster. So what do you have? Now, to your point, like Aaron Jones and Pollard, depending on your league, you might be able to get something valuable back. So I'm okay shopping these guys and taking a return that's liquid back that's a win. Any any running back almost guaranteed I'd be willing to do this. Yeah. Here's the problem I do see, though, when I look at this, right? We have seen how bad and how weird the market is for Cooper Cup. Stephon Diggs right now is one of these guys that you could buy sneakily on a contender because people don't. His age is starting to push him uh, to the mm-hmm. point where he's not as sexy. A.J. Brown is not that same way. A.J. Brown, everybody still wants top four, top five dynasty receiver. Ridley's starting to gain some value. But then Kittle, Waller, and Goddard, like, you know, Kittle's out there WrestleMania yesterday. Uh, who who even knows what people are thinking about that? Close lining <laughs> fools. Bro, that was crazy. I mean, come awesome. on now. That was, that was fantastic. But uh, Waller's market is really depressed. Goddard doesn't have the best market in a 10-team league. So I think here's the thing I'm, I'm doing with this team. I have the plans to run it back and the aspirations to run it back. But I'm going to wait to see as the season begins what's going on with Lamar and what at that point – because here, here's what will happen. Come about August, September for sure, Cup's market's going to skyrocket again. People are going <laughs> to want points per game. Diggs will. Uh, Kittles will. Waller might even get a resurgence in value. <laughs> and then at that point, you will understand a lot – you have a lot more clarity on Lamar. And you can decide – do I want to sell and have these guys gain enough value where you can get the value back to make it worth cashing out the winnings? You can play with the free money for a little bit while you rebuild and get yourself back into the mix. Or you can say, you know what, Lamar's ready to go and all these guys can still win me a title. Let me run it back one more time. So I'm kind of playing a delayed waiting game until mm. a lot of these guys get their market back in value. Smart process. That's kind of that's kind of where I I'm at, man. It. Yeah, it's pretty know. good. Yeah, you should do a uh, podcast about uh, trades and stuff. Yeah, if only if only we did more of that content, you know, like if only <laughs> I, I had a trade show or you know. Um, I'm glad you're asking the question on AMA. All right, uh, Ross, I had to I had to you know shout this out. Drinking some rye whiskey. I know Adam respects it absolutely. Uh, got the South Harmon glass. I know we have some some patrons and uh, shitheads that have the South Harmon glass. Let me just tell you. It's getting so real as a content creator, man. We we are we're into a new we're into a new handle of Sazerac because what's done is the old the old handle of Sazerac is done. So um, we're getting after it over here, Ross. So I appreciate. Uh, hope hope you're doing well. All right, yeah, let's there. get let's get into some other questions. We got a lot of comments. <laughs> I told them uh, eggplants next to the questions because there's just a lot of times that they're just <laughs> chatting with themselves in here. All right, what would you be willing to pay to move up from 105 to from one uh move up to 105 from 107 i got the 110 203 211 302 and five first and 24 and a 24 second 12 team super flex one point uh ppr start nine 
So, so Garrett, let me, let me, let me say this and I don't see, I see some follow-up stuff here, but I don't see, I guess, I guess I would like to know who you're targeting because mm. Mike and I kind of have a tier. I, obviously this, this class is tiered in layers, but like 107 is a pick. I'm not that desperately moving out of because I think the reality of 107 is this. If, if everyone hates Will Levis, you get Will Levis at 107, right? If, if Will Levis goes, you'll get one of Gibbs or JSN there. It's right. unlikely JSN's there, but then Gibbs is there. So I guess here's the question I have for you. What is the, what's the end goal going up to 105? Like, who are you targeting? Are, do you think JSN is worth this price? Um, are, are you somebody that says you love Will Levis? I want to make sure I get into the quarterback discussion in Superflex. I guess that's kind of what I would like to know is what makes you want to move from 105 or 107 mm-hmm. to 105 because it's on a lot of teams that I don't need a certain thing. I'm willing to just sit back and reap the rewards of what everyone else does at, at 106 and prior and just take what's left at 107. So I'm kind of curious your thoughts too, Maddie. I'm, I'm, I'm I can't. Re- I'm pretty much there. I think 110 is my jumping off point. Yeah, through I've done a I've done a lot of mocks over there at Player Profiles. You channel. just did one right before here, right? We do one tonight. Yeah, oh yeah. Me and Cody have been getting after it. Um, mm-hmm. I think one ten's my jumping out point. What I'm, I would say, I am though, with you on that. By the way, I think that is where it's clearly okay. If I can get just yeah. re-roll into twenty four or something else, I'm I'm all aboard. Right, right. And, like I think at the, at, at one ten in Superflex rookie mocks, I am looking to grab. Like uh, I'll move back to the two oh eight. I'm okay. I, there's just a tier of shots you're taking. At, and I think for me, it starts at like the 110. Speaking. So the 107, I'm not sitting here saying that I have to move up. But when I look at all this capital, I would be willing to offer the 211, even the 23 to move up if you're telling yourself, I need one of these quarterbacks. I can't leave it. This is a sharp room. It will go Bijan in the four quarterbacks, so I need to get into the five. I would be willing to give uh, the two, the 23 and the, or the 211. Now, if we're talking 110, I'm not opposed to it, but I need a sweetener. I would need a little something come back with the 105. Yeah. So, I mean, because he's phrasing it willing to pay up, um, man, I see, see, this is where it's tough for me because I, I, I'm a value guy. 4D is a lot about value, right? And I look at 107 and I'm like, all right, if this is 108, I'm having a different discussion because I know – that at that point, I'm probably going to be taking Jordan Addison, Quentin Johnson, Zach mm-hmm. Charbonnet, whatever I believe is the best one there. To your point, that's why 110 is where I'm really like, oh, boy, let me get out of here. Yeah. 107 is where it's like, I'll take what you throw me. I like Gibbs. I you like JSN. That. I mm-hmm. like Will Levis. So I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be you know, kind of a cuck about this. Like, I'll, I'll give you 211. You know? If you want me to throw in one of the thirds or something, fine. If you really believe in one of your guys here, if, if, whatever the process is for you, who you mm-hmm. want to go get. For me, though, a guy that is already signaling we're going to get top 12, top 15 draft capital at the quarterback position in Will Levis. A guy that Jameer Gibbs, who's easily the RB1 in this class without Bijan, who's generational. Mm-hmm. Um, and JSN, who has a safe floor and high ceiling based on how the dynasty community values him. I'm not I'm not really all that itching to get out of 107 is I guess the reason why I'm saying, you know, I'll, I'll throw you a second. I'll throw you 211 and mm-hmm. a third, but I'm not going to give you anything crazy to go make this trade up. Honestly, I'm not doing that. 
I would do this is the probably the craziest thing I would throw out there for Garrett. Okay. If maybe you pivot off and you say I'll give you the 110 and one of your 524 firsts and want to get real freaky and get one of these quarterbacks and a JSN and a Gibbs. I might be willing to do something like that if you want to get up get this value now. Ooh. Five picks. I'm willing to maybe spend I, a little of that. I like if the it was four, one, I like the 4D move. Here you go. Yeah. 107 110 for 105. Oh, oh, you're saying one, no, 110 I'm and saying, a 24 first. No, I'm saying instead of trading the 107 okay. to move up to the 105, take the 2-3 or the 110, take one of these 524 firsts, and, and then throw keep in the, the 107. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So now you're coming away with this draft with a top four quarterback and JSN or Jameer Gibbs. All right, I like that one too, um, and I'm willing to do that. Uh, I'm not giving up my own first because I like that. No. You guys talked about this when you got him on the game plan. I love the idea of keeping your destiny in your own hands. Don't get yeah. fucked by one of your league mates. I would say, you know what? Another thing I might try to is um, I'll take your 105. Here's 107, 110, 203, and let me get a 24 first back. Let me get one of these lottery yeah. card lot- okay lottery lottery type picks back. I'll just mm-hmm. play the variance. Um, I like a couple different ways of doing that. All right, so Adam says, any way we could see the rookie drafts on stream tonight? Um, man, I would. I actually don't mind showing you, but there's just. I'll tell you what, Adam. Um, I do want to make sure that you you see this. So I'll t- next week on AMA, I will have pulled up all the real money drafts we've done. Um, kind of pull up the ADP and stuff, but I don't have it prepped right now. So for me to go do it and then mm. not get the questions would take me too much time. Um, so stay tuned, Adam. That's the best way I could say it. Yeah, uh, we, stay we will, tuned, Adam, because I was in one of those rookie mocks, so you're going to want to see You were. You were. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what, the Expo League, it's funny how we just called it the Expo, but like <laughs> we got content creators in that league. Man, We got Maddie oh, in there, yeah. Jones is in there, Gene's in there, Ike's in there, yeah. myself, Mike. It's like we're not getting any type of crazy deals done in that league because I just know everyone's listening to everything <laughs> yeah. we do, so it's just not happening. Um, all right, it's the South Harmon Podcast. Glad you're here today. Appreciate you, Fizzle. Thank you very much. Um, all right, what is the approximate percentage that you guys believe AR becomes serviceable, top 16 passer in the NFL? I kind of think we've already touched on this, but uh, Matt, if you want to take your stab at it first, I'll kind of give you my thoughts too. Caleb, I'm too dumb to be throwing out my approximate percentage of uh, of an outcome here. I was just going to say ditto to what Adam said. I think he's going to be a good player in fantasy. Does he become a top 16 passer? I think that's probably 50-50. I mean, it's, it's literally it's top half of the league. So I guess, all right, so what is the approximate percentage that you guys believe AR becomes a serviceable top 16 passer in the NFL? So you're asking basically what is the, what is the percentage that he becomes – Top half of the NFL in completion percentage. I'll be honest, probably not that high. I'm not yeah, even gonna. It, it, it may be fifty percent, but I think what you have to understand is you're gonna have the NFL growing pains with Anthony Richardson. This is a this is a guy that has does not have a lot of experience. Let me say it. I think that's the best way to explain it. But you see, he has the tools. He has the arm. He can layer the ball and he can throw it in on a on a rope. He can throw it deep. He can hit a ceiling because there's no ceilings on his dynasty career. And I think here, here's the thing. The answer to this question, it's probably like you look at Josh Allen. Can it happen? Yes. Um, you look at some players, though, that never had it happen. Cam Newton never really was a top 16 NFL passer, but I don't actually care about that. This goes back right. to the rant I had earlier. 
I'd say it's less than 50%. It can happen. If he's on a good NFL team and he's surrounded with the right weapons, I believe he absolutely has the tools to be in the mm-hmm. top 16 as a passer. But that's kind of the cherry on top. What right. I care about is not necessarily him doing that. It's everything that he offers that isn't that as a floor and that this is a scenario that makes him somebody nobody will want to trade. Look at Jalen Hurts. Look at Josh Allen. That That's kind of, I guess, the best way I can explain all that. Yeah, if you feel 51% confident that this can happen, you need to get him on your team because if he hits that outcome, he's, what, the Good fourth God. quarterback in Dynasty? Well, I mean, just look at how Dynasty works right now. Uh, you can speak on it with your rankings, and, and I can talk about it how, how I feel. But, like, right now, Jalen Hurts, for me, is quarterback two in mm-hmm. Dynasty. And I saw yep. that you did this on a mock recently with Cody on there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Quarterback two. What, here's the thing about Jalen Hurts, right? Jalen Hurts didn't have the secure draft capital. He's a day two guy, right? And then he had a rougher year as a as a whole as a passer in his full starter role second year. But what happened? They made the trade for A.J. Brown. It's very mm-hmm. similar to what happened with Josh Allen. They made the, tra- for, the trade for Stephon Diggs. And then not only did you see all that rushing upside, but you saw them improve very much as a passer. Keep this in mind for both of those guys. They did have a very good touchdown um, rushing rate, right? Like they had both of them had double digit touchdowns yeah. at points. But Josh, Josh Allen's a four seven five guy. Right? Did Jalen Hurts run the forty? Jalen Hurts' is forty time. I can pull it up right now. Actually, yeah, yeah. Um, pull it, pull it up. Uh, he ran a four five nine. So that's pretty good, right? But it's basically yeah, a four six. Right. Um, Anthony Richardson at two hundred forty pounds. Ran a four four three, I believe, four, and then three. also, yep. if you go back and look at it, it wasn't even like a great technique. He's not even running in a straight line. Go back and look; he didn't yeah. even basically run it as effectively as possible. This guy, his athleticism gives you touchdown upside, gives you rushing. Um, to get to answer your question, I think it's maybe probably a little under fifty percent, if I'm actually going to yeah. be honest. But like I said, if you think it 1% doesn't actually matter for that. Oh, 100%. 100%. You got to go get him. And we got to start kind of thinking about landing spots. I know it's kind of like, you know, we don't like to do it because it's not real. It's not tangible. We can't really put put our hands on it. We can't really taste it. But what if he goes to the Raiders at the 103? What if they go and they trade up to the 103? McDaniels has been waiting for this type of athletic quarterback. When he was in New England, he took Lamar Jackson for the private dinners because he was really interested in what he could do offensively with this type of athlete. Devontae Adams. Holy shit. Right. What, what, but let me ask you, what scenario makes you think, nah, I don't want him? Because I don't think the one exists, but I'm curious if you have one. No, there isn't with this guy, with okay. Richardson, with yeah. a Stroud, with a Young. Yes, that does Agreed. make me nervous. Agreed. But we just saw what Justin Fields did on literally the worst team in the NFL. I mean, his weapons were terrible, right? Cole Komet, dog shit. after Darnell Mooney got hurt, Cole Komet was the best weapon he had in the passing game. Just, right. just understand how horrific that is. Um, they just got DJ Moore. There's a, a big upside for uh, Justin Fields now because mm-hmm. of that. So um, here you go. T-Rock at least acknowledges it. What do you want as a QB is a great question. And T-Rock, I think the answer is quite simply, as I've already said, <laughs> what quarterback is going to score points for my fantasy football team? A scorer. Why do we a care dog. about why, – why do we care if they win the Super Bowl? Why do we care if right. they are, you know, a 12-win team? Why, why do we care about anything else other than what they're doing for your fantasy football team? I'll tell you this. I know the players don't care about you and I. 
<laughs> they don't care about our <laughs> fantasy success. <laughs> no, they do not. It's no shade to them. They shouldn't. But why should we care if they're what their win percentage is or how great they are as a passer? Are they scoring fantasy football points for your fantasy team? Mm-hmm. And what is their what is their dynasty? You know, value. That's basically what it should be. Um, all right, ten team super flex start nine. 106 in Danny Dimes for Deshaun Watson. My quarterbacks are Danny, Russ, Lance, and Pickett. Hmm. 10 team makes this pretty interesting. Uh, Maddie, I'm kind of curious. I'll let you go, man. If you want me to go first, I can too. 10 team, you want a better quarterback than this. Here is my decision, though. I'm not trading the 106 and Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes was the number 10 quarterback in fantasy last year on a points-per-game basis. Deshaun Watson, I do think he is good this year. I think you could see him get back into the top 10 conversation. I have him in my top 12 as it stands today. But still, the 106 in Superflex, you could, this could be Will Levis and Danny Dimes. This could be Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or JSN and Danny Dimes. I'm not doing this. I'd rather have the Danny Dimes side. Yeah, th- th- I'm going to be honest. This one is like uh, – I'll tell you that this is how you know it's a good trade and, and as far as it's fair value. When I have to like – I'm torn. Like, yeah, man, I, yeah. I want one side, but I, I like the other side too. You're, you're, at the, you're at the pivotal point of the reality of this trade. Here's the thing about 10-team, and I think this is where it's interesting, right? In 10-team, you want the high-end quarterbacks. Um you want all the studs in 10-team because now all of a sudden everybody else's teams are better. There's two less teams than in the 12-team league. Mm-hmm. So I lean Watson heavily early. Um, I think Dimes, what's interesting about him, he did offer 700 rushing yards, and I wrote in the newsletter, shout out to the Destination Debbie newsletter. Link will be in the description to go uh, check that out as well. He's one of 20, quarter, uh, 20 quarterback seasons ever to have over 700 rushing yards, which is Konami code. Mm-hmm. I think I definitely want Watson ahead of Dimes, though. Oh, yeah, in a a, a vacuum for sure. 106 is what makes it tough because if there's a chance that's JSN, I'll take Dimes. If there's a chance that's Gibbs, I'll take Dimes. Mm -hmm. Goodness gracious, Matt. This is very tough. It's close. I'll, I'll say this. If you really believe in Watson as getting back in the top five territory, go ahead and pull the trigger on Watson. But I... It is a rich price. This is this is my top dollar. Like if you really believe, go ahead and do it. But I'd say more often than not, I'll just take the value and figure out what mm-hmm. to do with it later. Because I'm not I'm not getting out of the top fifteen quarterback game here with Daniel Jones. So that's where I would say with that. You want the old the good old fashioned Matty Kiwum double jump here idea? The let's go Matty double tap. What do you got? My, you want to, here's my little Matty double tap. You All right, you keep Danny Dimes in the 106. You take okay. the 106 and take one and take Lance. If 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 the if they're high on Lance, I'm listening. And you try to jump into the tier where you are having a better shot at a rich. So you say the the 106 and one of these in Lance. Maybe you have someone else because it's 10 team. You jump into the 102 so you can get a rich. I'd rather, do I that. Think, I'd rather do that. Yeah, I'd rather do that. Yeah, because I think at 106, you're not that far off. Convincing your league mate to go back from the 102 to 106 is doable. I would send. I would. I would rather. I'm with you. I'd rather send 106 and Lance or 106 and Pickett, um, mm-hmm. and whatever else junk wise it took to go get 102 or 103. I'm with you right. there. I'm, I'd rather do that than probably make this consolidation bet. But. Uh, Again, like if you if this is what it took and you love Watson and you strongly believe, 
I'm not going to – like, I know what you're doing. It just feels like you're paying a uh, a premium here. All right, ATM, do you not like Waddle because of his value or talent? You think he's overrated. I like Waddle quite a bit, but I do like Lamb more for sure. T-Rock, I think this comes down to a lot of different things, right? Like, the reality is his dynasty view is very strong by people. And – but I think here's the thing. Okay, Tua just got his fifth-year option um, picked up. Tyreek Hill came over and – actually was the alpha and still projects that way for me mm-hmm. so it's kind of like the t higgins thing it's not that i'll say this i'm not even as high on waddle as i am the player of t higgins i get it though like i get understanding what waddle's worth is but if you look at waddle's rookie year and a lot of what his value was baked in it all those targets man he had he was a target fiend in his rookie season I, I, yeah i just think that right now He's the beta on an offense which has question marks at the quarterback position, and it feels like because of that, his dynasty value is a little bit inflated, and I'd rather get out of Waddle for players that aren't valued as highly. Like, I think I'd rather have Amon Ross St. Brown straight up than Jalen Waddle, and I don't think – I think that's a little hot takey for most people. I think he's a perfect candidate for me to where I can tear down and pick up an additional asset or two because he's so valued so highly. Yeah, I, I like Waddle because he does – he's kind of the tale of two metrics. He's the guy who was the fourth highest yards per route run. Love that. But he was also 40th amongst qualified wide receivers in air yard share for the exact reasons you just touched upon. Tyreek Hill is his teammate. Mm-hmm. And when you look into a lot of dynasty rankings, I like Waddle. I'm not looking – I'm not looking to get off Waddle. If you could get into Lamb, that's different. Lamb, again, he's my wide receiver three. The down-tiering, though, the tearing down from Waddle – I think some people may think you're going too far down. But what we're talking here is if you could go from Waddle to DJ Moore plus. Waddle to his teammate, Tyreek Hill, plus. Yes, yes. That's this, what we're this talking is, here. This is still exactly right. Tier. Wow. Uh, I w- let me just say this. Um, <laughs> I'm glad Anthony asked that question because within five minutes, Savage tears back sold out. So, uh <laughs> I hope Anthony got in as one of the two spots. I'm really hoping that was the case. I'm with you, man. That 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 is a very good way of putting it. Reality. Um, I think you can go down to an Ayuk, a DJ Moore, and pick up a completely liquid first that doesn't even have to mm. be a, a presented late pick. Like that. That is the point about Jalen Waddle where I think he's only overvalued. Mm-hmm. The wide receiver market has really taken a big rise because of the fall at the running back position. It just feels like Jalen Waddle is too highly valued because of youth as not even the alpha in his offense. If you go back, if you go and look, and, uh, you know, Maddie, let me just do this while we're on air here. Keep trade cut, right? Mike and I joke, and we we talk a bunch of shit about the algorithm of keep trade cut. I love you guys' shit talking to keep trade cut. I love it. I actually love what they have. Like, I I love what they've done. But I'll Mm -hmm. say their trade calculator especially, it just, I don't know what the hell the, uh, what do they call that? (laughs) The difference maker. They basically have like the the, the difference yeah. that has to be added to the top side. It just it makes stuff criminal. But if you just go to the wide receiver uh, chart, right? So l- let's let's filter out everything else. Think about this for a second. This is this is a perfect example of Jalen Waddle's overvalued. Okay, Justin Jefferson easily the alpha in his offense. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase easily. CD Lamb easily. AJ Brown. You, you might have a discussion with uh, Devontae Smith the last yeah, half of the more- year. That's more of a, a a compliment to Smith than it is 
the de- tearing down or, or the tearing down of AJ Brown, in my opinion. Right, and even then, like AJ Brown's still the alpha. Just yeah, I think I think that Devontae Smith's not a beta. I think that's what we're kind of saying right. there. He's very good. Uh, Garrett Wilson is easily the alpha in New York. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now Jalen Waddle at, at wide receiver six. Just think about this for a second. I'm going to go down and list a bunch of players later after this that are the easy alpha in their offense. Amon Ross St. Brown, Chris Olave, mm-hmm. DK Metcalf. Like that, that I think is the point is because he's a top six asset at the receiver position, which is very valued right now, and he's young, right? Why is he wide receiver six? He's 24. Let's take a look. Tyree Kill right now, because it's not sexy to be old in the offseason, is wide receiver 14. You can trade down. You can yeah. trade down to, you know, a, a lot of different players and pick up at least an asset or two because everybody wants him, Jalen Waddle, because he's he's young. So um, I could go on and on, but that's the the, the meat and potatoes of why. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you you're sounds like you're on board with all that. I'm on board with that. Like I said, I like Waddle. If I can have him on one of my rosters, I am not looking to get out of the you know Jalen Waddle business. Yeah. But. I do think you, when you bring up these points of his overinflation and his value, there are opportunities to gather up some value because, I like in, in a vacuum, you can't convince me that Jalen Waddle is going to absolutely outscore DJ Moore. You just can't. I think that the, DJ Moore is, you know, top ten. It's in his range of outcomes this year, given his new situation. And, and, and I we think saw a lot of guys in that level. And we see how scared people are of Tua. And if you're scared of Tua, take a look at how Jalen Waddle did without Tua, and it's not great. If we're keeping it real, right? So. Mm-hmm. I think there's a misalignment of Tua and Jalen Waddle and him being the beta. Um, this has been the case for a couple couple years now. Anyway, uh, currently doing my first BB Dynasty startup, 12-team Superflex PPR, one-and-a-half point tight end premium. We're starting 10. Set the 202, the 802, and a 24 seconds. I got the 210, 703, 24 first. How did I do? Um, Mr. B, let me just say this. There's a lot of ways that you could break this down, but I think let me just get to the elephant in the room. You got to talk about what was available at 202, and especially mm-hmm. that's at quarterback. And when you got the 210, it, if you can get Dak Prescott or something at 210, if you can get Kyler Murray, which we just talked about, went at 3, 312, right. I'm all aboard this, um, mm-hmm. as long as there's not some criminal value sitting there at 202. And I think a lot of times at 210, you can get an A rich. You can get one of the uh, young ascending you know, rookies in this class. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the big thing. That that That's the big difference here because, let's be honest, you rather have 703 than 802. Clearly. And the 24 first over 24 seconds, obviously, th- those are easy dubs. Mm-hmm. But what did you lose at 202 and what did you gain at 210? Like we have to understand the board at that point. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll take the value of 210 – but the one thing that you can't make up is if you don't get back a star quarterback. And if you if at 210 you take a receiver and two, 202 is a quarterback and you don't have elite quarterbacks, all this other stuff doesn't mean shit, man, if I'm keeping it completely right. honest. So that I think is the big thing. So, Mr. B, if you could – oh, here we go. We actually It's already in here. I got Lamar at 111 looking at Dak, Garrett Wilson, Brees at 210. I just said it. You go ahead and if you get Dak Prescott yeah. at two ten, this is a smash and a half. But mm-hmm. if that's Brees Hall, I don't like it as much, man. I was, I, I completely you agree. And you know what's funny too? Shout out to you, Mister B, for giving us some extra context. Because in my brain, I went the 
the thing I, that the the name that will keep me from doing this if Lamar falls to two 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 oh two. But yep. you got Lamar. So you, you kind of right, tease my right. mind there. Yep. And now I'm okay with hearing from, you know, uh probably what are we talking? Maybe Kyler to Dak? Is yeah. that probably what we're talking here? I I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. If you can get Dak Prescott or Kyler Murray there, um, I'm good with it. So yeah, yeah I I like it. Oh, how how man, what am I out here doing? I'm out here skipping a super chat? My goodness, I should be banned. Uh <laughs> which which QB twos would you be comfortable trading? Appreciate the super chat, uh, by the way, Dr. B. Harris. Uh which QB twos would you be comfortable trading for right now to bolster a contending roster on the cheap? What deals using twenty three picks would you do? All right, so let me let me think about this question for a second. Which quarterback twos would you be comfortable trading right now to bolster a contending roster on the cheap. What deal using 23 picks would you do? Man, I'll let you go. Um, I got a couple different thoughts. So uh, it's tough to really uh, – let me talk about the quarterbacks that I okay. would highlight, and maybe we can bridge it. You can kind of bring me an extra context of what picks we're talking here, but these are the quarterbacks that I would be targeting if I was a, a contender, you know, these QB2s. First mm-hmm. and foremost, let me start with jo- Jordan Love. I really like Jordan Love this year, and I think that the Packers, without Aaron Rodgers, will go receiver – and I think that the names in this draft and the capital they have at 115, they they got a legit chance of bringing in a JSN. They have a chance of bringing in Zay Flowers. They got a chance to bring in someone that really complements Christian Watson. And I like what I saw in Jordan Love in that super short, short sample against the Eagles last year. So that's a name I'm definitely targeting. I think even cheaper, Derek Carr, you know, he's – Quarterback, he's outside the top 25 in a lot of rankings, but I think he could absolutely get himself at the back end of there, and which would be very serviceable for Superflex. And if you want to go really cheap right now, I'm, ta- I'm willing to ch- take a shot on Mac Jones. The report just came out that Bill Belichick isn't giving him the boat of confidence. I think yeah. it's a bunch of horseshit. Mac Jones will be the guy. And the amount of variance in his profile is probably the most in the NFL given how bad of a play caller Matt Patricia was. Well, because he's not a play caller. What, what are, you, what are we doing? A, he's a defensive guy. It's just it's insanity. criminal what they did to Insanity. Him. So I'm With willing no to take a shot. No weapons at all. They have a top 15. They have the 14th pick in the draft. I think it was top 14 or 15th pick in the draft. So they can come away with some good players. They're still in on D-Hop. So I do think that they can absolutely you know bolster this, this pass-catching abilities mm-hmm. of these players. So Mac Jones is another guy that I think if you can get it cheap, it might be tough because he's a, he's young in Dynasty, but man, his value is so depressed, and I think there's a chance he climbs up big time. I like some of the names you mentioned. Um, I, I think Derek Carr is a very good one to talk about, um, just because he's I think moving on from the Raiders. Um, some of the way that went down, uh, him going to New Orleans, where he he has another guy he can you know tunnel vision, go back and check that AMA out with uh, JB to Chris Olave. I think he'll be just fine there and someone you can rely on in best ball as a strong contender, even in lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll give you a couple other ones I, I'm good with. Um, I, I think right now what's crazy to me, and you can go check it out, you know, one of the things I, I always do is I, I don't bullshit you, okay? I, and you can go check it out on the trade show. We put our own out there. Yeah. Look at the start here. They start off with one of their own trades. Um, I have been acquiring Russell Wilson where I can. And I think what's hilarious is people are so scared of Russell Wilson. And I, I get it, man. Um, the off-the-field stuff's scary. The, on the plane, you know, teammates don't love him. Mm-hmm. But this is a guy that had four spike weeks in what's probably going to be one of his worst seasons 
in the last 10. And mm-hmm. like he, he, they talked about how he was dealing with a lot of injuries throughout the year. He's currently quarterback 22. I'll send, I, I sent a 25 first for Russell Wilson. Um, I probably would try to stay away from 24 first just because if there's a scenario where it ends up being more mid to early, you're not going to love it. But like what picks in 23 would you be willing to trade for some of these guys? Russell Wilson. Uh, I'd send, I'd send 110, 111, 112 for Russell Wilson right now. Done. Yep. hundred percent. I would do that a hundred percent. Um, I think that for me, it's hilarious that we have him ranked as a quarterback two on Keep Trade Cup, but if, if people value two as a quarterback two, I'm buying him. I'm mm-hmm. buying Kirk Cousins. I'm buying Derek Carr. Uh, I think that's probably the range of guys that I'm willing to do. Also, if Aaron Rodgers is available for really cheap, um, mm-hmm. when I say really cheap, like a second round pick, I'd send that for Aaron Rodgers as well. So I don't know. Your I'm thoughts. okay with that too. No, I'm definitely okay. I have sent the 110 for Jordan Love. In the league, ooh, wow! And I was declined, so you, dude. You I was declined. Decline, bro. What? You are very in on uh, Jordan. I'm Love. in on Jordan. I, Love. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let you Love. have a little, you know, one minute spiel, two minute spiel, however long you want to go. Okay. I gotta, I gotta understand the excitement about this, just because, mm-hmm. and it feels like. Let me say this: it feels like the Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, and then him sitting for a while, and him being supposedly the starter this year is baked in, but. I'm concerned that he's not actually that good of a quarterback. Um, they, to our knowledge, they still haven't picked up the fifth-year option for him. I think they have to do that by May. Um, and a lot of the reports were that he's not that good. But I'm, I'm not sitting here telling you that I know everything. So I'm curious. I want to know your thoughts on Jordan Love and why you're so high on him. So Jordan Love, <clears throat> he did get the luxury of sitting. I think that will – I think more often than not that does help quarterbacks. The problem is we don't I see it that. often. We're, quarterbacks are not given the grace of, of learning but when you look at his athletic profile the kid's still athletic 47440 74th percentile 87th percentile burst score so he can chuck he can run decent amount mm-hmm. he's a decent athlete mm-hmm. uh, he has first round draft capital uh, so the the team was aware of his being obviously a big arm but also an arm that needed development and he was one of the rare guys who got that development over there uh in green bay and I, I might be over over exaggerating the one game analysis against uh, the Eagles. He looked competent. He had zip on his ball. And if you can remember, if you can go back in time and remember the Senior Bowl, I believe it would be twenty twenty would be his draft class. People on the field were more impressed with him throwing the ball than Jalen Hurts. So his arm talent was on record being better than Jalen Hurts. Now Jalen Hurts obviously a better athlete. He could run a lot faster. But we would we say he was uh, four about four six forty. Yeah, yeah, four five four, seven, nine. Yep. Four. Yeah, so four six forty, it puts you in the top echelon. Four seven four keeps you in the range of your Trevor Lawrence's. You're above average athletes. Seven Josh, Josh Allen's a four seven three. Right, so, exactly. He's got the size six three two twenty four. He can move. He can move. He, He's a decent athlete. I and get, I just, I, I also that. agree with. I, I, I believe that uh, Lafleur is a decent coach. I think he can get a get a lot out of him. I do think that. I think that Aaron Rodgers, you know, he prefers a slow pace. That's why he's probably going back to play with Nathaniel Hackett, who operates at a snail's pace. So I think that, and also there's a good safety blankets there in Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. So I do. I, I I'm buying into Jordan Love. I could be wrong. It is risky, but I'm willing to buy in Jordan Love for 2023 and beyond. Um. I'll say this. I I am very hesitant. However, at the cost you're probably talking about realistically 
and given that it is a quarterback in Superflex that has first-round draft capital mm-hmm. that we don't normally see a guy sit for this long when they made the trade or the uh, the, the draft pick for Jordan Love. Like, we're assuming he's going to take the reins a little earlier than this. They, they yeah, sign oh yeah. Aaron Rodgers to the extension. There's a lot of things that make me hesitant. But, you know, 112-ish. Uh, go ahead, man. You want to shoot your shot? I'm not going to yeah. do it. I'll be honest. I'm not going to do it. But I, I'm not really going to fight you uh, if you if you want to believe in Jordan Love. Um, it's, it's scary hours at the quarterback position. So go, go get one of the young guys that has upside. All right, a- Alex has a question. 12-team super flex, small tight end premium, lineup, start 10. Got the 101, 102, 103. We love hearing that. <laughs> uh, from our startup last month. Was offered Hawk, Khalil Herbert, 109 for Pittman, 104, and Albert O. Easy decline. Okay, he was offered Hawk, Herbert, 109 for Pittman, 104. Yeah. So, wait, you have the 104, too? So, you, yeah, he's out here. To. I love how we flex this. Like, I got the 101, 102, and 103, but then if you see and you read the deal, I got the 104 too. Nah, I'm, I, I'm good. I would rather have the 104 and Pittman as well here, um, personally. Yeah. Matt, are you the same way? Yeah, same way. I love Hawk too, though. I think Hawk is going to be uh, really good this year. I think he's going to be the number two option in Minnesota, but I'm still not doing this. Agreed. Uh, okay, so he, he did say oh. my bad. I don't have the 103. I got the 104. Yeah, nah, I'm, I'm good. Um, yeah. I have the 101, 102, and 104 in a, in a fair amount of my leagues, and I'm. that's one of those where I'm actually not panicked to move out of that unless I can leverage these into high-end quarterback territory. Otherwise, I'll just take these guys. I'll take – because here I can take Bijan, A. Rich, and then I'll take whatever at 104 is there. You, I'll take Bryce. I'll take CJ. Like, I like them both. I'd rather probably have CJ, but I'll take Bryce at 104. Like, I – don't I'm not panicked to move out of these picks. Um, so yeah, no. don't 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 do it. Don't and the asking price needs to be way north of that for 104. Personally, in my opinion, yeah. when, with you have those, uh, with you having those, hit the like button while you're here, folks. Appreciate that fly batter, bladder. Yeah, if you could, uh, you know, drop a like, leave a comment, um, subscribe to the channel if you're new. We'd appreciate that. All right, so let's get into a few more questions. Uh, Matt, Maddie, how are you feeling, man? You, you, so good. You, you, you know, I'm, I'm I'm getting to my limit. I'm getting it's getting late over here in Massachusetts, but I'm ready. I'm time. ready for the uncle to be called, man. I I, I actually <laughs> want to keep going, but I don't, don't hesitate to tell me to stop. Um, all right, so let's go here. Trade alert. Struggled with uh the one for with this one for a bit, but traded DK in the three eleven for Deontay two hundred four and a twenty four second. Tell it to me straight, boys. Ooh, man. Do you have one of those like womp, womp, womp sounders or anything? Like a toilet flush? I don't, but I need – you know what, Maddie? See, this is this is why I have Maddie on. Ma- Maddie yeah. is <laughs> a genius when it comes to the theatrics. Like I, I love <laughs> not only Maddie's process and what he does, but he always has that that it factor, you know, and that's the reality of what I need. I need a – I'll be honest with you. Cody, Cody. Uh, Cody, by the way, shout out to Cody. Go check out his new podcast um, with Chase on the Destination Debbie feed. Go check out the Fantasy Draft Room on YouTube as well. They're getting into content, and they are sharp minds. Oh, as yeah. sharp as the mind is, man. Um, Cody, I'm just going to shoot it to you straight. Especially, You're talking about best. I'm assuming this was going to be best ball when I heard it. And I'm like, man, I don't love this, but I know what your process is. Start 10 lineup. Uh, we do need that horn, man. We need that. We need that sounder because I'm not doing this. Mm. D- DK for me is 
undervalued year in and year out. And he's a top 12 dynasty wide receiver still easy for me. Mm-hmm. And I know the 204 and the 24 second are valuable, but in lineup start 10, the drop from DK to Deontay is massive. So I would much rather have had the DK side. Um, I get why you struggled, but I would have stayed with your side personally, man. So just me my too. just my opinion. Cheaper ways to get a 24 second, in my opinion. Yeah, and listen, I like the 204. Like I, we we talked about it. Present value. I've, 204 I've, I've, I've and the 110 are pretty similar, things. right? Like yeah, yeah. But nah, I'd rather have DK, man. You, it's hard to make up a DK talent. Um, here's the other thing. Speaking of Anthony Richardson or these other quarterbacks, Seattle's poised to get potentially one at the 105 in their NFL mm. draft and let them sit like Maddie likes to with Jordan Love behind yep. Geno Smith for a year or two. It could unlock DK who has a contract there. So uh, mm. I would rather have the yeah, other side. Does. All right, give 111 and 202 for 105. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Smash that. Honestly, I don't need I don't need the other settings. Like best ball lineup, it really, really doesn't matter to me because mm-hmm. one oh five is quarterback range. So mm-hmm. I'm this is a million times out of a million. On draft night, you could probably trade back and get more than you traded for that. Someone if would trade you want to do it. Yes. I, Maddie, great point. Someone will on draft night probably tr- want to trade up for your one oh five and you could go back to one oh seven even and pick up mm-hmm. a better asset than two oh two. So with you. Uh, D-O-M-O Domo 3. I don't know exactly what the name is, but he's taking AR-15 at 102. I like it. Um, There's a bear shit in the woods. I mean, come on. Let's go. I'm going to keep I'm going to I'm going to by the time your draft comes around, you're going to be at 101 if you keep tuning into the channel. Uh, that's yeah, I think I am. Especially while it. Mike's on a boat because Mike is Mike would be pushing <laughs> back on Bijan pretty hard right now. So I love hearing this. All right. Do we think if AR goes to the Colts, he becomes a goal line back like Hertz was last year, given they now have the Eagles OC. I'm not going to go that far because Jonathan Taylor is still a great back. I, I, I'd say this, Kalen. Um, I think both your questions, I, I know where you're going with them, but I think it's a little overthinking because is he going to be the goal line back featured? No. But is he going to run a bunch of touchdowns on any team? Absolutely. Um, the Eagles OC probably will put him in position that gives him more opportunities to score touchdowns. So mm-hmm. I, I know where your head's at, but I'm, I wouldn't overthink the landing spot that much here. Like if he goes to the Colts at the fourth pick, like I, if you want to lean a little more him that way, fine. But o- overall, just I'm trusting his athleticism Yeah, wherever he goes, if he's in a top five, six, seven uh, spot in the NFL draft. I don't know if you differ at all, Maddie, on that. No, not too much. I'm not really worried too much. I, I think that what we saw do the what's his name? Shiken? Is how do you say that? Is that how you say Shiken? The offense coordinator that's now the head coach of the Colts. We, we need we need uh, Mike for here. Shiken, Shiken. <laughs> I, I don't know Steichen. how to say it. I don't know how to say it. Steichen. But yeah, he, he had Miles Sanders. He didn't have Jonathan Taylor. So I mean, you're not going to want to run your quarterback up the middle if you if you have a guy like Taylor. You will. He's he's a weapon. He's huge. Right, but you're still going to give the ball different. to Taylor in Taylor's the red zone. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Um, yeah, we're on the same page. Realistically, which of these, which two of these four rookie quarterbacks do we see in the top ten ranking by next summer, if any? Ooh. Okay. For, foreshadowing is always dangerous, um, but it's a game I love to play. So, Maddie, I'm going to make you play. I'm going to make you play it with me. Because uh, okay. Fizzle, Fizzle asked the question, we got to answer it, man. The dope intro. Yes. So yeah, let, me, let, me, 
let me let me say thank you. Uh, Fizzle is the man. Uh, the man. Go, I mean, go. the intros he's made is insane. He's so talented. Absolutely, man. I remember we were. It was on an AMA like this. Someone said you should make something for the guys. And I was kind of like, ah, he probably won't do it, or like you know, right. just kind of a comment. And like two, three weeks later, he sent that to Mike, and I was my jaw hit the floor. Like you got to be kidding it's me, so bro. So good. You probably saw me before when you were playing. I was just like, I was into it, dude. It's so good. I always love the the uh, the pre show when it's when it's rolling. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. let's talk about the top ten right now. Yep. <laughs> to answer the question, um, keep trade cut. I think is a little bit uh, fishy with this stuff because it's so changing by people that just vote. But right now, their top ten is Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson at quarterback eight. Quarterback nine and ten come in at C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. Eleven is Kyler Murray. Twelve is Deshaun Watson. Thirteen, A. Rich. Fourteen, Dak Prescott. Fifteen, Daniel Jones. Sixteen, Tua Tungavailoa. So let's just let's just be honest. Like I don't think that you should be putting C.J. and Bryce ahead of Watson no. or Dak at this point. To tell you the truth, like Tua. It's a struggle for me even to put them in front of him. But uh, that's just what Keep Trade Cut says. So, so Maddie, for you, uh, of the four quarterbacks that are rookies, next year, if any, which two do you see going uh, in the top ten? I don't see two. I see the only one that could. I'd see zero. If I were to put money down, I'd say zero. Ooh. The one I could see is A-Rich. Okay. I could see A-Rich getting there. Um, there's, this is kind of my thoughts on this quarterback class as a whole. There's two ways to build, uh, you know, the, the best, the best offenses are built two different ways that either you have a game manager plus, and you need weapons. You shove so many weapons in that offense that he just absolutely takes it to the next level. Or the quarterback is somebody like an Adridge, someone who's super athletically gifted that can kind of make his moves regardless of who's he's surrounded by. So now let's play the game where you just talked about. Let's play the, the kind of, the, the hypotheticals here. Let's do landing it. Landing spots. Let's talk about landing spots. C.J. Stroud goes to the Panthers. He is at best. A, he, he's a, he's a game manager plus. He's good. Don't get me wrong. I like C.J. Stroud, but he's a game manager plus. There is no Jamar Chase to put on his team. He's not going to be loaded with wide receivers. He's going to be going throwing to Adam Thielen, D.J. Shark. That's not going to be good enough for him to propel into the top ten. Bryce Young, I think he's a good fit on the Texans despite his size because I do think they have the draft capital to kind of throw a bunch of weapons his way, but I don't see that coming overnight over I mean over 1 year, so I don't see him in the top 10 at all. Will Levis now, Will Levis to the Colts, I do think he can light the scoreboard up with Pittman. The best comparable player on playerprofile.com for Will Levis is Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler, who did he throw the ball to and light it up with? Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall. Michael Pittman is Come almost on, a carbon baby. copy Come of on, baby. Brandon Marshall. Come on, baby. I love yeah. that. So I think Will Levis is the second quarterback that has a chance, but I would only put – I would give it under – like a 20% chance maybe. I'm not super confident in Will Levis cracking the top ten either, but I think he has the second best chance. I like that. Um, I do think what's interesting about this question is there, there's – it's hard to say without landing spots it's hard. Um, because he, here's the thing. I think Anthony Richardson, what's really intriguing to me about him. And part of the reason I initially was pushing back before thinking it through a lot and then realizing how, how actually ridiculously athletic he is. Mm-hmm. 
I think for a lot of people, they lack dynasty discipline. So if they draft a quarterback, let's say at 101 or 102, and he's not playing all season and they want to contend, it's like, are, are you going to sell light on this intriguing asset because he's sitting? So, for example, if Anthony Richardson goes to Seattle, like I see a scenario where he either sits the whole year or sits till the very late part of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to project how highly people will value a guy that sat all last year or played three games or five games at the end of the year. Um, so, so it's tough. I, I'll be honest. It's very tough. I'll say this. CJ Stroud for me, I think part of what's my push on him is people want to make him out to be like this pumpkin spice latte, man. He's just this basic quarterback. Like, stop it, man. Like this guy went out versus the best defense that people wrongly try to say is as good as an NFL defense in Georgia. And Marvin Harrison isn't playing. And he's got them down to the final kick. That kick goes in. They win that fucking game, man. Like, put some damn respect on C.J. Stroud's name. But to Maddie's point, if he's with no pass catchers at all in Carolina, he's not that good, man. He's not going to overcome a situation like that. I'm with you there. I, yeah, I, think I also think I think in terms of the, the prospects, people have to kind of unravel it a little bit more. Joe Burrow isn't our top five dynasty quarterback if he has no weapons. He's super talented, but he's a game manager plus plus. CJ Man- CJ Stroud, who's best comparable player on our website, is Joe Burrow needs that. So if you could tell me a Jamar Chase is coming into town within a year, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be on the Carolina Panthers in 2024. Now we're cooking with gas because I think he's super talented, but he needs the weapons. He's not like Mahomes that could have me and you out there running routes and he's going to dominate. See, and you know what's interesting? Let me let me let me let me mess with everybody's mind before we get out of here in a little bit. Um, Joe Burrow's never had Jamar, never not had Jamar Chase when he's been really valuable in yeah any part of college or the NFL. So maybe it's Jamar Chase. I, I don't actually believe that, but uh, you maybe you do. Um, I'll say this: it, for me, the two are going to be Anthony Richardson and um, C.J. Stroud. I see it with Bryce Young. Like you, you look at Kyler Murray, and you you can kind of see it as far as the scenario. Um, I, I think he would be third in mine, and then Will Levis. Like I like the upside and the talent, but when you ask this question, top ten ranking, I don't believe the community is high enough on Will Levis for him to have a good enough rookie year to where that exists for him. So I think he would be the easy one that misses. Bryce would be the second one that I think misses. So if there's going to be two that I pick, it's going to be A-Rich and uh, C.J. Stroud. So, mm. all right, let's do a couple more questions. I know, uh, Maddie, Maddie, are you ready to call Uncle yet? I can't say it because I have pride, but I'm ready to. I'm ready to wrap it up. All right, fair enough. Damn it, he he he. I, I should have made, made him say Uncle, you know, because he wants to. <laughs> all right, uh, let, let, let's do let's do two more questions and then we'll get you out of here. Yeah. I appreciate your time too, by the way. No, thank you for having me. This has been a blast, man. I love working with you. Are you kidding? Come on, man. And, and, Anytime I can get uh, you know the fire player profile version, Matty Kewum upgraded. Look at this guy, man. He, he's doing it all. 303-305 or Dolchich and Terrace Marshalls. A 12-team PPR Superflex start 10 lineup. Uh, Half-point tight end premium. Manager also has 208. Should I counter with that plus 303 or call it a deal? Hmm. Wait, he's getting... Are you getting 303, 304, and 305? Right. I'm... I'm Dynasty Alex, uh, you know, I love you to death. I'm I'm actually confused if that's 303 and 305 or if, like, I don't know what that is. If, it, if it's all three, we're having 
a different conversation here. Um, I love this. T-Rock says, <laughs> Matty needs to save himself right now. <laughs> All right. Um, if this is all T-Rock, three. Don't do me dirty like that, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. T-Rock, don't do him like that. 303 and 305 and 304. I think I'll take all. I'll take I'll take all three of those thirds for this package yeah. and line up start 10. If it's just 303 and 305, I'm probably not doing it. Uh, I have my question marks about Dolchich, but I think market asked for more than this. Uh, what, what do you think on this trade um, here, Matty? Uh, if it's 303, 304, 305, I think I'm going to take the picks. I like Dolchitz, uh, but the, I'm not really – Marshall's really much nothing. Just give me the picks, and you, you can play with them as you will. All three? Yeah, we'll, we'll take uh, – Yeah. We'll take the picks, man. All right, last question. Last question. Let me find a good one. Let me find a good one for Maddie because he won't say uncle, so I'm going to make sure it's a good question. Also, T-Rock, I'm seeing you in the chat, man. I didn't call Joe Burrow a game manager. I called him a game manager plus. Plus, plus. Plus, plus. I called him game manager plus, plus. Maddie double tap. Plus, plus. Yeah. You know? Plus, plus. All right. <laughs> but if you switch him and Mac Jones right now, Joe Burrow is not beating the Chiefs with Tyquan Thornton and Devontae Parker. I can guarantee you that. That's that's true. And and uh, you know what, uh, Maddie, interesting that you brought that up. And this is why I think Patrick Mahomes, this isn't a question, but it's a good talking point, why yeah. he's the the quarterback one and it's a tear break after him for me. is th- Think about it that way, right? Patrick Mahomes has some legs. He has the ability to scramble and make a play happen. But he's not someone that's going to rush for seven, 800 yards in a season. No, what he's is giving he, you 350. Right. Yeah, for sure. He has a nice floor. But what what is he, though? Like, him and Burrow probably have the same upside scrambling, maybe a little bit of an edge to Mahomes. But the difference is we have seen Mahomes now. Like, think about Mahomes this year. When they traded away Tyreek Hill, that's the reason he wasn't quarterback one anymore. He went out there and won the MVP and the Super Bowl without mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill. He proved that he can be an elite passer without Tyreek Hill. That's what makes him so different. We have not seen Joe Burrow not have T. Higgins and not have Tyler Boyd and not have Jamar Chase and be that type of a passer. Insane and, weapons. Right. And, and you saw it like Justin Herbert, right? Justin Herbert was in the same mix. Yeah. We saw his weapons go down and what happened with Justin Herbert, right? So mm-hmm. so that is why, like to the point earlier in the show, what do I want? My quarterbacks to score fantasy football points for my team. Patrick Mahomes can has proven he can do that without rushing in a different way than anyone else. That's why he's in his own tier. Yeah. Um, all right, last question here, Maddie. Let's go through and see if we can find one that's actually worth talking about. I know I'm I'm trying to make him say uncle, but I know he won't do it. So I'm just gonna no, I can't. I won't. I'm, I, got, I know I, I know he time, won't. Maybe. That's why I'm going to. Uh, well, that's the all right. Last question. We'll let Garrett back on. Appreciate everyone tapping in um, and, and hanging out with us on a Sunday night while Mike is on a boat, probably living his best life, drunk. He, he should he, be. He's, he he's probably it. drunk and getting an interview with Dan Marino right now. But uh, <laughs> we we will that's love fair. that. We will love that. All right. What's the lowest you're willing to sell Lance on a contender? Where you absolutely don't need him, or uh, will you're not going to use him? The absolute lowest I'm willing to. I could. I, this is the best way I can answer that. I need a quarterback back. So I think that's the best way I can describe it in superflex. Is I'm not willing to trade him without getting a quarterback in return. Interesting. I like the answer. Um, okay, let me ask you this. Let, let me let me just give you a trade that went down. I think yesterday. 14 team league would you trade away trey lance for t higgins straight up 
Trey Lance for T. Higgins in a league I do not need him. Right. Which is the, which is this trade also was that way like the, that man yeah. that manager yeah, Gabe has saying. two two good quarterbacks so he doesn't need to have uh, Trey Lance. I, I don't think so. I'm just I'm, I'm and now at that point you can throw in. I mean you can throw in. I don't even know Jimmy G. And I'm definitely pulling the trigger. Oh well, yeah, for you sure. You could throw in sure. Gardner Minshew, and I'm pulling the trigger. Ooh. Brock Purdy, and I'm All pulling right. the trigger. But I need that quarter because at the end of the day, if he starts anywhere, right. the value he can bring on your team and the ease of mind he can bring your your roster, it's just I don't know if T. Higgins makes that difference yeah. alone. And, but I and, love T. Higgins though. See, see, that's that's a good point, man. It's a good question to finish on. So I'm glad we yeah, made Maddie good. stay through this because. I think the floor and the safety in T. Higgins, like I get getting out for that, right? Like you're you're not gonna lose your dynasty team based on doing that. Like T. Higgins has insulated value, you're good. But here's the thing, like what you probably acquired Trey Lance for and what you're expecting, you're not you're getting out at a safe point, but you're not getting a quarterback that one has elite range in his outcomes, and two, it's not it's not even a quarterback in a scarce, you know, situation I think the best way to answer this question like I think I think here's the here's the tough part about this because Maddie you bring up a great point but the hard part about it is right Trey Lance is just falling down um the mm. the market in quarterback so when you say I need a quarterback back right so like Trey Lance right now for example uh you know I hate to keep doing this Maddie, Maddie comes out he's flexing on me keep trade cut has Jordan Love ahead of Trey Lance by one spot so if you need a quarterback back for Trey Lance, like the people behind I'm, him are Kenny Pickett, Jared Goff, you know, Derek Carr. And it's tough to sell Trey Lance's upside, even with all the risk at such a safety type quarterback, which might not even have upside. Th- th- I'll be honest. This is one of the harder questions to answer. And Trey Lance is mm-hmm. one of the most confusing, most difficult assets to assess right now because – the upside is still there. Like this is a guy that still can run, uh, whether he's in San Francisco or somewhere else. He could be valuable just because of Konami code. I would say this: I, I would need um, if you really want to pivot out of of Trey Lance and you can get a Daniel Jones and you just want to be safe. Mm. Fine, fine, I'll do that. Um, but I'd probably rather have him then I would get out for a lot of the skill players that you're probably willing to get which is where Maddie's point is correct like I'd rather ride Trey Lance into zero and just miss my shot than have T Higgins which is nice but he's not going to basically be the integral part of my team being a dynasty juggernaut so Mm -hmm. that that's kind of what makes it tough um so to actually answer the question lowest I'm willing to sell him for I guess Daniel Jones um so you, Maddie says Jordan Love, right? You'd sell for Jordan Love? If I can get Jordan Love and then a second piece because I'm trying to recoup his perceived value because I would mm-hmm. say the mo- most marketplaces, despite the you know keep trade cut having him flip-flopped, I think would value Lance higher. So I do want to take my little my, – my cut on the back end. So, But, I mean, if you're saying Love, I'm taking I'm, – I'm, I'll take a 20 – I'll take a 20, 23 second. You yeah. know, I will take whatever I can get. So right. I do like love more than Lance this year. Yeah, I think Daniel Jones is probably, if I was going to get out, that's probably it. Otherwise, I'm just going to 
try to ride out the variants and see when he goes to a new team or is starting in San Francisco. If you're really worried, you could pivot out then, I think. I would not try to pivot out of Trey Lance for a non-quarterback, even if you don't need him. I think part of our philosophy on the 4D side is having the extra quarterback is now leverage you can trade stuff away for. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were going to get a wide receiver, um, I guess – let me let me let's, let's just go through the list. Would you do it straight up for Amon Ross St. Brown? No, I still feel I still feel like I, you need that quarterback. I still think I want that quarterback with it. Is there Again, a wide receiver you would do it for, like Garrett Wilson? Would you do it for Garrett Wilson? I would not do it for Garrett Wilson. I think CD Lamb. The top three, you could probably maybe that's the point. AJ Brown. No. Okay, so there you go. So that you're not getting that done. Let me just say that. No, it, no. It, if you can get CD Lamb, go ahead. If you can get Chase or Jefferson, go ahead. Right. Um, right. But. You're not getting that done. So the point really is stay in the quarterback market. Or mm-hmm. if I was going to do anything, I might consider selling Trey Lance if I'm not forced to contend or I don't need him to a team that does need quarterback and liquidate. Like you give me a uh, 24 and a 24 first and a 24 second or something like that. Okay. If you want to just liquidate and go into leverage, that's fine. But I'm mm-hmm. not doing it for skill players. So, um, Maddie, man, I appreciate you hopping in. Uh, so does everybody else in here. I, we had super chats. We had a lot of love coming Maddie's way. He didn't say uncle, so I'm 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 proud of Maddie. Uh, Matt, Maddie, before we get out of here, um, go ahead and plug anything you want to plug. Um, really appreciate your time and chopping it up with us here, man. No, thank you for having me so much. You and Mike are two of my favorite guys in the space. I mean, we, we we do a lot of shows with people on these webcams, but two of you guys I've met in person. We've we've shared beers together. Yes. So, uh, you know, I absolutely love you guys. So thank you so much. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Matty Kewum. I got all my stuff coming out. Player profiler articles. Uh, I got I posted their TikToks. You can check that out. But also make sure you're rocking with the game plan every Saturday. And my show Trade Gods and Thursday nights with my man Jason Allwine. Got Player Lounge with Cody Carpentier. I'm on Mock Draft Live. I'm all over the place on Player Profile. So just check me out there. Yeah, make sure you are going to check out um, the player profiler version, uh, YouTube. Uh, Maddie, his face is littered throughout there. He's not lying. Um, I'm I'm watching the growth and maturation of a guy that, you know, we just kind of last expo, we're chopping it up. Both of us just, you know, young, naive, new faces trying to get into the space. And I'm loving seeing his growth. So I appreciate you hopping in with us. Um, Everybody out here. You heard my love for A-Rich. You heard my little bit of hate for uh, Jordan Love. We all know Mike's on a boat, and he's going to watch this and cringe about the whole one-on-one discussion without B. John Robinson. Um, But make sure you're following Maddie, and we will see you back here next week on Sunday AMA. Same time, same place. We are out of this thing. Peace.